1: finale of season two of Hungry Roses. I'm Ivana. And I am irritated. <laughs> She's also Lisa. Um, y'all, this episode, I feel like I'm just like on repeat constantly. I'm like, it's a gut punch, it's a gut punch. But this is the season of just Ooh. continual gut punches, right? Like it just, Oh. <laughs> like there's a lot to discuss. I have some disclaimers that I'm going to issue right at the beginning of this just because ooh it was a lot. Like y'all, I hope you're on a road trip while you're listening to this cuz this is going to be I feel in my bones that this may be a longer episode than normal. So just hold on to your butts, strap in, you know the drill. Get your snacks, get your beverages. Um <laughs> oh god. Okay, so the game plan here, obviously, we're going to talk about the finale first as its own thing before we talk about After the Final Rose. I have very, like, different feelings about both of these episodes. I don't know about you, Lisa, but it was, like, very jarring uh-huh. to go from one to the other. Oh, yeah. Um, so these are the points I'm going to make, <laughs> for me at least. I don't know about Lisa. Um, before we, like, really just dive into this one. Um, I felt really... Like, I felt one way really strongly right after the finale, okay, like, in regards to Matt himself, okay, and his epiphany of being a commitment phobe all of a sudden, all right? <laughs> but then afterwards, I found that I was really at war with my feelings, so I hope Lisa is going to be able to guide me through that, <laughs> because that was, it's, I'm still struggling. Like, it's been days, and I'm still going through the gigs over this, because it was hard. Um, I may come for Matt a little bit for how he handled this epiphany moment of his but that doesn't mean I don't want him to be happy like I want him to get therapy when all of this is said and done I want him to be be, sorry be able to heal properly now that this is all over I hope he's already been in therapy for months me too (laughs) me too like well it's funny after the final rose dropped he issued a tweet that was like looking for therapists in my area and I was like I know this is supposed to be a joke but I really hope to the gods
0: above and below that you're doing this like this is definitely necessary I'm now forever going to say issued a tweet (laughs) instead of he tweeted I'm going to now say he issued a tweet issued a tweet oh my god sorry how old am I
1: my lord um and he, okay, and here's another thing, I may also come for Matt's mom a bit, okay? But like, ugh, because, but I get why she said what she said to Matt. And why she feels the way that she feels, even if I would have wanted her to handle those feelings differently. I've never been through a similar situation to her. I don't like I'm not trying to give her any hate. I just kind of disagree with how she left the conversation with Matt. Right. That like sparked the giant snowball that this whole episode turns into basically.
0: Okay, but here's a question for you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Do you think that this would have ended differently if he had actually proposed?
1: I like do you mean like after the final rose
0: wise? What
1: do you mean? Like do you between do you mean between the like, finale? What the
0: hell, between the finale and after the final rose. Oh, think I think that like it's changed.
1: No, I don't think it would have changed, but I think that he probably still would have proposed. I don't think there would have been this commitment phobe situation that transpired. Um but we'll we'll dive into that. I, I think it probably would have been the same result. So like in hindsight, like hindsight's twenty twenty. It's a good thing he didn't get engaged. But um, I I just don't think that he would have. Maybe he would have. I don't know. We can talk about it because I'm I'm very curious what your thoughts are about okay, this. But get let's into it, girl. Just, just get into it. Oh, let's talk about it. Oh God. <laughs> okay, so. Right off the bat, I was angry because we're given this curveball in the intro, just in the introduction, right? Where where Matt is like walking through a blizzard and Chris Harrison is like, but is Matt really ready to commit to love? Can he overcome his biggest fear? And I paused it. I sat back in my chair and I was like, I'm sorry, at what point in time? was Matt ever a commitment phobe? Like, at what point in time were there ever red flags where Matt was like, am I ready for engagement? This man consistently was like, I'm ready for to meet my wife and to get married and blah, blah, he blah. He didn't have any of these thoughts before he signed over yeah,
0: his life yeah, to the Bachelor exactly, Nation industry?
1: Exactly. That is my biggest anger in all of this. Is <laughs> And maybe, you know, like, there's something to be said that in the heat of the moment, things change, and I get that, but this immediately had me riled I was like I'm sorry what because this was not what I was expecting like I (laughs) we've said it like the past two three episodes of like something's gonna happen we don't know what it is and now we know Matt's commitment phobe that spoiler alert that's what that's the thing okay y'all that's what happens and it's upsetting okay (laughs) so that happens and then we basically jump into Michelle and Rachel meeting Matt's brother and mom and these were the highlights from Michelle's meeting of the brother and mom. Um, the brother, I guess is the one who's asking the serious questions here. Um, like what I is most important to you. Me too. Um, when was your last relationship? Um, like very like stern. I feel like they're twins. Like this, this is in, the, I have, I have like three sections here. I'll get to the sidebar moments. So let me just finish this out. Um, michelle and matt's mom got along quite well there's like this misty moment where his mom says that she's happy michelle comes from a strong family because she feels bad that she was never able to give him that and michelle takes this in stride she's like very comforting and kind and says that she doesn't see that as a disadvantage and i was like oh michelle love her um and she obviously like tells her she loves her son and his mom is like i'm honored that you told me that and they hug and they cry and it's like wow yeah these these gals get along quite nicely um it feels like a great fit it does and then matt's mom to camera says she'd be okay with it if he picked michelle so i'm like oh yes excellent this is delightful and you know before michelle leaves they have a cute little snowball fight, Matt and Michelle. And I thought that was really funny. His mom doesn't (laughs) seem concerned about him getting engaged to Michelle. No, no. Isn't that weird? Okay. Well, that, this is the kicker to me. I think we'll get to it. Let we'll get to it. Um, But here were the red flags. Okay. These were the red flags that were popping up throughout this entire meeting. Um, Before Michelle gets there, his mom says to camera that it would be a long shot that Matt would be engaged by the end of this. And I was like, I'm sorry what like his mom like had these feelings from the get-go and like never told her son like what what like that was jarring to me um what did she but what me, did she
0: tell him and we don't know
1: no I think but I think that's what's so jarring about all of this is that even when he signed up like she has always felt this way and is only now telling him as we'll get to like I think she went into meeting these girls with The feeling that, oh, he's like, I mean, that would be crazy if he got engaged at the end of this. Like, regardless of how much she liked them, right? I think she was already coming into this with that sort of vibe attached to her. Does that make sense? Maybe? Yes? No? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, When Michelle... Oh, other red flag. When Michelle asks what his brother has seen in Matt's past relationships, he says something along the lines of, this is all new for me because Matt doesn't open up about these things ever. And I was like, ever? Ever? Ever what like I was like ah! does Matt date like what's ever, happening ever, here ever ever <laughs> <laughs> and then also at some point um during Michelle Sh- Michelle meeting Matt to cameras like I hope I'm ready to get engaged at the end of this and again I'm slamming my head against the table because I'm like when since when since when have you been hoping you'd be ready since when because we haven't seen it. I right? feel like these girls like, got gypped. <laughs> sure
0: did. Like, isn't that kind especially of... Michelle. Isn't that kind of the understanding when you walk into this show?
1: Ugh. Here's the thing. I will say this. I will say this. I, especially after this season, will never fault someone for being like... <laughs> for pulling what I call the proposal move. Did you ever see that movie with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock?
0: Oh, it's been a long time.
1: Okay. Well, at the very end of it, he's like i'd like to i what does he say i can't remember the exact quote but he's like i'd like to marry you so that we can date kind of a situation where i feel like that happens at the very end of every single season of this bachelor bachelorette where they're like i'd like to be engaged to you so that we can date and figure out if this is gonna Uh,
0: work or married at first sight
1: (laughs) oh god oh god that show Ooh. Okay, but put a put a pause on that because we gon' we gonna revisit that. Okay. Don't let me forget okay. at the end of this episode. Um but I I don't I will never again fault these people, like the leads for like I don't know, I would maybe like to see a shift in this show where the emphasis is not so strong on marriage, where the emphasis just can be I'd like to leave this show with you so that we can continue this and see how this goes. Right. I, I don't see anything wrong with that because marriage I feel takes a lot longer than just how many weeks do they have to film this? I
0: know. <laughs> like eight weeks to. Well, film especially this. when they're like 38 <laughs> women down to one, it's like, Oh God. Why did you yeah. do that? Ugh. I was, we, I was going to talk
1: about this later, but I I'll just go ahead and bring it up now real quick and then we'll get back to it. But like, I think that was probably the mo the worst part of this whole season was there was too many ladies, right? We barely got to know any of these ladies. Yeah. And they only showcase the He barely the got to never- know any of these ladies. Yeah. So, like, I think that was a big thing that I hope they don't repeat in the future because it it's at a detriment to him at the end of the day. Like, not even the viewers. It's a detriment to him to, like, actually get to know some of these people well enough to make that kind of a crazy... Not crazy, but, like, intense decision, right? Like, I don't know. I just ooh anyway I digress Let's but get back here's, to here's I my, have a question oh,
0: regarding that though yeah tell me tell me this is tell always me, floating around in my head yeah like why do we get married in the first place because I think it like <laughs> creates a safe framework mm. for people to exist in
1: mm-hmm.
0: where they know that like even if they come into some difficult times or they make mistakes yeah. they know that that person's going to stick with them yeah. yeah and I think that also that kind of is like engagement is kind of that but to a lesser degree right it's like yes yeah. I I'm stepping into this committed framework mm-hmm. where I know that I really really want to commit to you and so we're going to be in this like committed Test time bubble. of ma- yeah. uh, time amount of time and yeah I think though that when you're just dating it's like much easier to be like peace peace out Uh -uh." peace and blessings love and light i'm out when you're in a more like structured commitment you're Mm -hmm. more apt to be like okay what's going on how do we figure this out how Um, do we work around this and so i think if they just got to the end of the bachelor and they were like i want to date you (laughs) nobody would go anywhere with it i don't think I mean, but maybe, like, I
1: don't know. I feel like there are, or maybe not. I don't know. I just, I, I get what you're saying, but I feel like it is, Im- I've heard, sorry. I've listened to many a podcast, okay, in preparing for this episode because I really needed lots of points of view on this episode. Um, But I, I do think that there is something valid in um, normalizing that this is a crazy process and that it is a little bit ambitious, or not ambitious, but the rule is that this kind of, engagement won't last the exception are people like sean and what's her name who i loved who i can't believe i've forgotten her name already but um like the exception are the people that are still together but the rule is that this kind of um equation doesn't normally work for everybody right because if it did there'd be a lot more successful relationships than there have been on this series right I mean, it's a reality TV show. I don't know. I know, I know, I know. You're right. You're right. I'm making it too deep. I'm making it too deep. (laughs) Okay, so let me get back to Michelle's um, stuff. Um, Here were my sidebar moments, okay? She walked in, they all sit on the couch, and all four of them are, like, a matching color scheme. I was like, okay. They were a
0: vision in, like, (laughs) khaki. They were. (laughs) Why? Were they all wearing taupe? (laughs) Oh, God. Um, My other sidebar moment
1: was Matt rubbing his mom's leg when he was talking to her. (laughs) Weird. I hated it. I hated it so much. I was like, no. But, you know, I mean, I don't mean to come for people like how close they are with their parents. I'm not trying to do that. But that was a little bit jarring for me. I was like, oh, God. And just Matt's brother. I loved Matt's brother. And I was like, he could be Matt's twin, but with dreadlocks (laughs) like they... You
0: know, they're great. I'm always okay. fascinated by people who, like, yeah. it's almost like people get stuck in their heyday, right? Like, when they're mm. like, 1987 was the prime of my life, so I'm going to continue <laughs> to do my hair and makeup in the same way for the rest of my life <laughs> as I did in 1987.
1: Well, I don't know if it's that so much for his brother. Like, he's a musician. No, no, I'm referring he's, to his mom. Got it. Oh, his mom. Oh. <laughs> You know some people were on Twitter were um, how you say equating her to Miranda Priestley from Devil Prada*. <laughs>
0: Wait which what? I how I don't know
1: I think it was I think it was because of her hair. I wasn't sure but I was like, oh that's funny that's a funny parallel that I would not have normally made by myself but I don't know not I, to I, see, I mean I see it's your just
0: point I see your point. I was living for that blue eyeshadow and that bright pink blush, mostly because that's the makeup I put on for the show that I'm currently in. But yes, I was a lot more tuned into it. I was like, oh, hey, girl, matching makeup. (laughs) But I feel like that's very common. Sorry. That's all. Yeah. No, no, no. You're good. You're good.
1: No, you're good. Okay, so now let's talk about Rachel. And clearly, to me, at least, I thought the body language here was very different. Very Um, different matt seemed to be way more nervous like there was more at stake in this particular meeting um he was just more twitterpated he was and like but he kept like shooting glances at his family members like just like is this okay what do you think what do you think huh what do you think and i was like "Ooh, interesting um so i think it's fair to say really this whole time that rachel has been the one i think that is a fair statement to make just based off of this meeting alone oh Um, easy. Yeah, the brother, again, his brother has the tough air quotes questions, right? He's like, have you ever experienced true love before? What qualities do you see in Matt that you could possibly see in a husband or, or, and this is important, underline this, or a long-term partner. And I'm like, oh, he was already dropping the breadcrumbs there. He was already dropping the breadcrumbs. Sorry, we'll get to it. I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, um, when Matt, um, matt's with his mom she says that she can see that he's able to be himself around her which truth i think um and the conversation rachel has with matt's mom is good it like maybe took a minute for matt's mom to warm up to rachel but then by the end of the conversation they're both in tears again so like clearly she likes rachel as well although There's i just thought she maybe yeah go ahead sorry go ahead no no. you go you finish your thought and then no just that i thought maybe she liked michelle perchance a little more yes perchance. that's what i was gonna but, yeah, go say ahead. They okay. just
0: carry themselves so differently. Yes. Michelle mm-hmm. is a lot more grounded.
1: Yes. Yes. yes and yes, Rachel's yes. a
0: lot more like meek. Like she's like, Ugh. is <laughs> it okay that I'm here? You know.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: guess I didn't really put that together, but you are correct. I would agree with that. Um, but here were the red flags. Okay. Here were the red flags in Rachel's situation. Tell me the red um, flags oh my god the quote that did not age well from that oh god this hurts it hurts for me to say this knowing what happened afterwards um he said quote we've talked about a lot of things that factor into finding a mate and just in the little things how she carries herself it's got to be foreshadowing of how she's going to handle more important things as they come up and quote oh. ah.
0: you're right that did not age well Well, that's ironic that I just said that because (laughs) go on, (laughs) because the way she handles herself is very like unto the way she carries herself.
1: But I guess in his eyes, he really thought that he really believed that, right? That she handled herself well in the little things. And oh my word. So that, that, that happened. That was when he was talking to his mom. And then Matt's mom to camera, and this was right before his mom talked to Rachel, um, she said, quote, I know it's important for Matt to have our approval, the family approval, my approval, his brother. And for me, engagement is something not to just take a gamble at. You want to know if it's enduring love because feelings come and go. End quote. Ah. Can you see where we're going here, folks? Can you see it? Can you see it? I mean, I'm sure they do because they hopefully have all watched it by now. But
0: Okay, here's my question. <sighs> yeah. I want to know where his worries lie. Is he afraid (sighs) that Rachel's going to check out on him or is he afraid that he's going to
1: check out on her? Such a good point because here's, yeah, here's one of these things that we need to discuss. because (laughs) Because in the beginning of all this, like, do you remember back when Sarah left? My God, how long ago that feels that was. Jesus. And his worry then was that there would be more girls like Sarah that would check out on him, that he was worried that he was all in this, but that maybe some of these girls were going to, right? It's so, like that was his main concern at the time. And then it took another shift with this conversation with his dad where it was hard to tell, but it, it was at the end of it, he had said, remind me or tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like I remember him saying that this conversation was good for him because it showed him he wasn't his father. Right right? So, like, those are polar opposites. And... <laughs> oh, God, I don't even know where I was going with this. But, like, so that that is jarring. And I, I 100% agree with you because... Or, or maybe it's just the fact that this happened, that he watched this happen to his own family, that he's so terrified of that. So that, that maybe it's not even one way or another, right? Like, I, ugh, I don't know. Let me Let me get to the turning point here. And then I want to hear your thoughts because... I want to hear your thoughts but here was my sidebar moment with Rachel you ready for this (laughs) after like she meets the family they go outside before she leaves but Rachel has like left her coat somewhere and it's snowing and freezing and I'm like screaming at my tv I was like girl where's your coat where's your coat and then all of a sudden magically when she leaves the coat is on again I was like where was it where was that coat I was really freaking producers (laughs) I know I was like why anyway so let's get to this turning point here okay after Rachel leaves, Matt is, like, sitting down with his mom and his brother. And they sort of take on the role that Serena's family took, Serena P's family took, during her hometown of giving him the out, right? Like, the, are you sure you're ready for this? Because it's okay if you're not vibes. Like, that was their, their point of view after oh, yeah. meeting both of these ladies. Um, like his, like, his brother was like, going into these last final days, are there any concerns you have? And Matt says in response, that every time in the past that he thought he was in love, it didn't feel like it does now. Which, to me, sort of implies that he's unsure if, e- like if he's even in love right now or not. Right? Like, or I'm. what did you think about that? Did you get that vibe from that? I think he
0: meant that he was, like, this has felt better than he's ever felt before.
1: Oh, okay, 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 okay. okay. That's Actually, what I took I,
0: from it. But. I read too far. I read too far. <laughs> I was searching too far in there. Um,
1: and then his mom obviously she's the one that takes the cake with the scene that we've seen before in all the promos, but didn't realize how important it was until now. Right. With the love is not the end all be all. And like, I was going to write the whole thing down, but I didn't cause it was, it was a lot. And it was just, to me, this moment was like the perfect moment for her to be like, listen, yeah, this happened to me and your father, but that doesn't mean it has to happen to you. You could have a different ending here. Right. But she didn't take that route. Um, which was really upsetting because, like, after his mom, like, monologues about that, his brother is like, I support everything that you do. So whatever you decide to to do, I'm on board. But don't feel like you have to jump into making a decision where you're not ready. Which, like, kind of clinched it in for me. It, w- it was like they were double
0: tagging him, right? <laughs> there must be some things that we don't know oh, about him. Gotta be. Gotta be. But, like... For them to say something uh, like this, you know? I mean, also no, given... Totally. Yeah, he spent what one one-on-one date with her.
1: Mhm. So mm-hmm. it is
0: kind of crazy.
1: No, totally, totally. Um for sure. But
0: I think I think that he had like
1: a crisis. Yeah, did you see like right after his mom talked, like his eye twitched and his jaw started clenching? Uh- it was like this flip-switch moment. Did you see that? No. Or maybe I'm just Yeah, because literally the second his mom was done talking, it was like a switch went off. His eye started twitching. I think it was his right eye and his jaw was like doing that thing where like you bite down and your jaw moves. You know what I'm talking about? And I think and, and to me, I think the big takeaway here is obviously he was never ready for this step in his life just yet. Like he still had a lot of issues he had to resolve before he went through with this. Because if it was this easy for his mom and brother to flip the switch like this on him, then like he was never ready. I think that's the big takeaway, right? No.
0: I don't know. What are your thoughts? I think he wanted to be ready. I think he really wanted to be ready. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I think the stuff with his dad really is kind of at the crooks of all of this where he just imploded when, when it came time. There's obviously like, some wounds yeah. to heal. Mm-hmm. Totally. But totally. also, his mom needs to heal her wounds as well. Yes. Yeah, because, like, yeah, did his
1: mom perhaps not handle this great? Like, would you have wanted her to handle this? Like, what would you have
0: wanted her to say in this moment? I mean, she didn't say anything wrong. Mm. And... It's always edited. So who knows what else they said?
1: I know. I know. I just, uh, I just really, I think for me, I really wanted her to be like, this was my story, but it doesn't mean it's going to be yours. But instead, right. she took this other route where she, I, what is the that word where you put your own stuff on somebody else? Projecting? Thank you. That's the word. <laughs> I heard someone else use that word. I was like, yes, that's brilliant. That's exactly what happened. <laughs>
0: Well, but I think she also knows him. And he seems like a pretty tender heart, actually. Yeah.
1: So I think she was probably just saying, like,
0: listen, I'm afraid that if you do go through with this and it goes badly, you're going to be really harmed. But it wasn't
1: even that she said it that way. Like, that I would have even been happy with. It was just full stop. Love doesn't. Matter, There's no point. So why are you bothering to me? And that's what made me so angry. I was like, it it was almost like that moment, like right before Rachel, she talked to Rachel and she was like, I need to make sure this was an enduring love. And for whatever reason, she decided it wasn't right. And like that just kind of clinched the deal for her
0: where she was like, yep, no, I'm out. This is not going to work for my son. Well, I think for him, Uh, I think what what I took from it with the mom when she said love isn't the be all end all. I think Mm. she was trying to say, like, when you meet someone and you fall in love with them, you also need to test their loyalty. Mm. Not test it, but you also need to, like, you know, get to know them well enough to to understand their loyalty to you and their commitment to you. And when you've had one one one-on-one date, it makes it really difficult to feel confident about that person in that way. And I think that that really shook him because he was like yeah you're mm. right like she so seems really did, sweet and i and i think mm. that by what i know of her from one date <laughs> she wouldn't do that but then well, again I mean, how may can i know had,
1: they may have had more interactions though because of group dates like we don't see everything that goes down on group dates either so for all we know there was way more connection there that we just
0: weren't privy to seeing right um yeah but put yourself in know. his shoes
1: <laughs> no would you know, be willing to
0: propose to someone after having one and a half <laughs>
1: no one-on-one no I, yeah. no I would not no I would not but so here's my question do you think Matt anticipated that this would be how they felt about everything like do you think that he was expecting this from them
0: or do you think it was shocking to him that this was the result of the of- that's a good question because I would I would think that he would assume they would respond this way really but okay because yeah. he knows their situation he's built he's beat a dead yeah. horse about it No, I know it's true. So it's kind of strange that he seemed so taken aback by it. I think in his fairy tale head,
1: he was thinking they would be like, yeah, we love both of them. Like, wish you the best of luck. Um, I don't think he was anticipating that they would actually give him an out. And like, uh, I don't know. So yeah so that happened guys that was that was the big twisty twist that we did not see come like i did you see this coming like am i crazy i feel like there was never a point where i was worried that he was a commitment phobe
0: ever like ever yeah he seemed strangely grounded in the beginning and it's kind of interesting that it ended this way because i mean he did seem pretty anxious about some things but he seemed so grounded through the whole process like the way that Mm -hmm. he handled it and navigated (laughs) all of the crap it was mm. just very strange that all of a sudden. But I think, you know, once your family comes in the mix, it's like the people you're most, you know, vulnerable with and the people that yeah. you have most of your trauma tied to. And Ugh. that opinion <sighs> makes true. a really big difference.
1: That's true. No, that's true. Um, so then we get. Uh, matt talking to chris harrison and basically telling him he's not ready to get engaged anymore and chris to me didn't really take this super well he looked super angry like his eyebrows were so high they almost came off of his forehead
0: Um, i wonder if they made him talk to (laughs) neil lane like i wonder if they were like you're gonna pick out a ring regardless because that's what we do here on this show
1: I mean, who knows, but Neil Lane was kinder to him than Chris was like, oh and, yeah. And here's in the heat of the moment, I was on Chris's side. Cause I also was angry in the heat of the moment because Chris is basically like, because of what your mother said. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I was like, yeah, Matt, because of what your mother <laughs> said, like I was also really angry about this, but after like taking a step back, I think it was, um, do you know the chatty broads? Have you heard of them? Their podcasts are very no. popular. Um, one of them was actually on The Bachelor during Ari's season. Becca with the short pixie haircut. And she was like really young. Do you remember? Oh, yes. Yeah. She doesn't have a pixie haircut anymore. She's got long hair. So I wasn't positive it was her. But then I was like, oh, my God, that's her. Wow. Um, And on their podcast, they were talking about how like it was sort of like Chris bullying Matt a little bit. And I was like, oh, yeah, I didn't really think of it that way. <laughs> it was maybe a little bit bullying because. I don't know. So like he comes for Matt and Matt tries to stand up for himself by saying that, no, like I meant what I said, like going into all this, like I was looking for those things. But, quote, you're silly if you don't get new information and you have a new view and perspective on something if you don't have a change of heart. End quote. Which made me mad because I was like, you didn't learn new information. It's not like you found out about Rachel's past or anything like horrible it was just like a conversation you had with your mother but whatever sorry go ahead lisa what were you gonna say no i I, yeah i think i think we should (laughs) forge ahead okay for forging ahead um chris asks what matt is scared of and he doesn't outright answer which i thought was interesting he just knows he can't get engaged right now and that he needs to continue being air quotes real with michelle and rachel going forward spoiler alert he doesn't exactly do that and at this point i wanted to, to Throw things. I was so angry because to me, logically, at this point, instead of going on a one last one on one date with either of these women, he should have sat them both down to tell them where he was at. Right? Like basically he goes on after this point, like nothing happened. He switches back into like Prince Charming dating mode and goes on a one on one with Michelle. And I was so angry. Oh
0: tell me if my is my anger valid. Like <laughs> i want to know how much he had control and how much the producers were like Uh, you have a one-on-one date and then when i don't know with rachel when he took a day i think she Uh, was she was so offended by that
1: yeah 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 because it came from nowhere she was like what he's he has doubt and is confused what i'm confused um which was valid i was like you're right rachel there's been absolutely no indication that this yes. was an issue before <laughs> So, but like, long story short, in this date that never should have happened, Matt and Michelle go rappelling down the side of the (laughs) Nemi-Colon to a picnic area down below them. And leading up to it, they're all talking about how relationships are a leap of faith. And Matt is being all cute and like stealing kisses from her and acting like everything is fine. And I'm just sitting there the whole time like, you bum bastard. you You need to tell her what's going on. And they sit down in the picnic and the only moment of red flag that ever emerges between matt and michelle is at the very very end of it because michelle asks do you feel like you are able to get to a spot emotionally where you need to be and he doesn't mention the conversation with his mom or chris harrison like at all
0: he doesn't tell her how he's feeling at all (laughs) there's the e-flat oh it's just so aggravating (laughs)
1: Because that, that was the moment. That's the Johnny Depp Pirates of the Caribbean. If you were looking for the opportune moment, that was it. Like, I was so
0: upset by this. Okay, Sorry, what were you going to say I am before we talked fl- about I'm
1: such a flip-flopper. Me um, too.
0: It's and me I'll bad. tell you how I'm flip-flopped in this situation. <laughs> tell me, like, tell me, tell me, tell me. I Oof. can also be a coward when it comes to talking yeah. about things in the moment. Ugh. That's fair. That's fair. That's And fair. That's, that's not fair. with cameras in my face. So I oh, can only God. imagine <laughs> how much pressure he has oh. on him to like give people a chance when he knows that she, I think he knew that she was a catch and felt like Ugh. I should be so into her. And maybe Oof. maybe my little like my little pee pee is talking and I should, <laughs> you know, or Maybe he just didn't have the courage to say anything and was like, okay, I've got to gird my loins for this evening portion because I can't leave her not knowing that I am not quite there. I don't know. I feel bad for him. I could never, ever do a show like this. obviously I feel bad.
1: Obviously I feel bad for him. But I'm also really upset with him because up until this point, he's been very good at being straightforward, right? Yes. And I'm like... You you owed it to her then you should not have dragged this out to the evening. You should have told her right then and there before you went propelling down anything that you were not ready to repel into life. You know with her. You know what I mean? Like to me, like all the nerves aside, that would have been the honorable thing to do instead of dragging it out. I think that's why I was so angry is that he had the power to not drag it out and
0: he didn't take he didn't I wonder that. if he Ugh. because honestly you're right like he Ugh. he has shown zero indication of this kind of anxiety up until this mm-hmm. episode and I I wonder if he just expected to feel differently like I wonder if he you're just right. the whole process you're was right. like I'm gonna get there you're I'm right. gonna get there but I've got three more <laughs> weeks so I don't need to worry about that because I've got three more weeks I got two uh, more weeks I've got I've got a, I've got two weeks left you know and then he gets there and he's yeah. like Holy crap! I am not you're there. Right, what do I do? Listen, I'm gonna take her on a date yeah. and pretend like I am. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do. Uh,
1: uh, like, and that's valid because that's also another running theme in this episode. Is he's like basically begging for more time. He's like, maybe if I see the ring, I'll feel different. Maybe if I have one more day without any dates, I'll feel different. Like, just like hinging the, this like epiphany of sorts to like materialize with like just a little bit more time. So I do see what you're saying. It's valid. I'm still angry, though. <laughs> I, I
0: hear you. I hear you. I mean, poor Michelle, right? Like, oh, poor Michelle, my God. So, it's just dating. Ugh. This is the thing. Dating is so messy. It's such a horrible, mm-hmm. horrible experience. <laughs> yeah. And this is not the reality of what that experience is. This is like
1: dating, but hooked up to live. Yeah. It's like wires, dating on you know? steroids. Ugh.
0: Yeah. On horrible, horrible, horrible vulnerability. Really steroids. Bad. Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
1: So let's get to the worst part of all this, which was Matt ripping Michelle off like a band-aid as fast as possible. Um, it's a really bad breakup. He shows up to her hotel room and she launches into this speech about how she's been looking for a teammate. And she gives Matt this present, which is matching jerseys that say Mr. and Mrs. James on the, on them, like on the back. Um, and then I think it says like world changers on the front or something. And literally right after that, Matt dumps her in a brutal way. And it's, understandably like she's blindsided you see it like you see her like working through it in her head she's like breaking down and he just continues to throw the punches and he says he can't get there with her and leaves shortly thereafter
0: oh yeah she is blindsided like
1: it literally came out of nowhere literally for her came out of nowhere even though we we knew this was coming like um and god at one point didn't she even say should i fight for you like what do i do like uh, 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 so sad so sad i
0: just it was awful but she Um, ultimately handled it very gracefully
1: she did and listen we're gonna i'm gonna drop we we're gonna drop some information in the after the final rose you know that we find out what happened after this do you want to talk about that now or do you want to wait until after the final rose
0: (laughs) um oh my gosh Yeah, we're going real thoroughly through this. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yikes, yikes. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo. Okay, Um, I'll just just drop it now. I'll just drop it now. Okay, go for it.
1: Basically, what we find out in After the Final Rose is that Michelle wanted to talk to Matt. Like, after it had happened, she's like, I just need to have a brief conversation with him because, like, literally he ripped the floor out from underneath me and I need some closure. And Matt said no. And I was like, he said what now? He done said no to what like I was rageful at this. And then when Michelle and Matt are talking later on and after the final rose, he says that if it if if he had known that that was why she wanted to talk to him or at least that was the vibe I was getting like. Because she said, like, I wasn't trying to change his mind. I wasn't trying to alter his course. I just needed closure for myself. And he said that if he had known that, he would have had that conversation with her. He would have fought more for that conversation. So then it's like, producers, did you done like mess this up so they couldn't have this conversation? If because if so, that's rude. How dare? Um, but that's what we find out later and after the final rose. But it was all aw- it was awful. It was hard to watch. And then after this conversation or sorry after that like we see the Matt Chris conversation which we've seen many a time in the promos it just really hit differently you know it, it was it was awful it was not great um and then yada 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 Chris Harrison shows up to Rachel's place to tell her um that Matt is not gonna is not in a good headspace and as a result has to cancel their one-on-one which was like as we've discussed earth-shattering for her and then
0: Neil to ma- earth shattering. I think I mean, she, she was- also may need some. I mean, I'm gonna preach the good news of therapy to everyone. But
1: yes, heck yes, preach it, preach it, preach it, preach it.
0: I think every woman that goes on the bachelor <laughs> needs to go to therapy first. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: oof. and after, just before, and, and after, after. You
0: know. just the whole and, time, truthfully, and if possible
1: during, honestly, yes, if possible during. But anyway, so zoom
0: it in hmm.
1: So Neil Lane shows up to Matt's place and he, like basically so that Matt can like theoretically pick a ring and just kind of like hold on to it. But to me, the funniest thing, Neil was like, is Rachel expecting a proposal? And Matt's like, she's expecting honesty. And I
0: immediately was like,
1: no, girl, she's expecting that proposal.
0: I know. I was like, who is who are you talking this out with? That's telling uh. you. She's expecting honesty. Yeah, she's expecting Mm -hmm. honesty because the honesty Mm -hmm. you've shared with her is that you were going to propose. That's how this show Mm. goes. Yes.
1: (sighs) Um, He picks a pear shape. It's cute. Um, It's really pretty. I mean, the upside to this, Neil did validate Matt in a, in a, yeah, I've seen many people dive into marriages that they were not prepared for type of way, like the work and the commitment. So he was kind of trying to like make Matt feel better, which I liked to see. I was like, thanks. Thanks, Neil. That's cool. Way to go. Nice. Nicely done. Um, But yada, 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 y'all. We get to proposal day. Rachel gets this message from Matt. You deserve answers. Meet me at the lake. Bada boom, bada bing. Rachel you know she gets there she makes a long speech which i thought was good it was a good speech um and in the end matt is basically like i can't propose to you right now but i want to date you
0: and she's fine with that and you can see how nervous she is as he's giving his speech oh yeah
1: because it really sounds like he's not gonna do anything with her right like but you can totally see in his face when she's making her long speech that like he really likes her the most it's very clear you know so it's like um, and they ride off into the sunset in what I'm assuming is the same horse and carriage that Victoria showed up in maybe. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably recycling. Yeah. 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 Um, and that was it. That's how it ended. And it just felt really bittersweet. And, you know, knowing what we know now about where things are at. Um, right. But what do you think of that cabin set up for the proposal site? <laughs> it was kind of dreamy, actually. Yeah, I-, I know. Way better than Taisha. Thank you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Poor Taisha. She had the I worst. I know. It was just dead things everywhere. <laughs> like, Oof. oh my God. Like, I I feel like whoever these people are that set up these sites, they're like, they're at the drop of a hat and they're just like, go do it right now. Boom. And they just have to like produce things. And they're yeah. like, they're like, oh, we have a show there. to make.
0: Okay. Ooh. So if you don't walk your tail down those <laughs> steps and make this happen, you're not getting your $350,000 we promised you.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. So that was that was a delight. And now, guys, let's just, are you ready to inhale, exhale, and do after the final rose with me? You ready? <sighs> inhale,
0: exhale.
1: Inhale, exhale. <laughs> um, straight
0: up, Emmanuel, let's discuss. I love him. Oh, I <laughs> cannot tell you.
1: I love him so much.
0: <laughs> in words, how much I loved him. I
1: need I need more of him. I need him to host the show. I know he, he won't, but I really want him to.
0: So flipping <laughs> grounded and oh. eloquent, concise, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. made such an uncomfortably potentially uncomfortable episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bearable.
1: I mean, that's his whole shtick. That's his whole thing. Is yeah. he has this series on YouTube, uncomfortable conversations with the black man. It's like what yes. he does full-time right so yeah he's really good at that the only thing that i will say that i was upset about was the suit they put him in
0: oh it was so tight i was like, worried like, for his limbs uh, like, listen, like a tourniquet on yeah, those biceps I'm,
1: there is something to be said listen have you ever seen the rock johnson in a suit that like didn't make it look like his arms was gonna explode. Maybe one or two suits, but generally on the whole, it is hard to put a man like that in a suit because their arms are just enormous, right? Like right <laughs> <laughs> So other than that awful suit choice, I just I love him. I I love him. <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? Put <laughs> yeah. I I
0: thought he was oh, Jesus so well prepared first of all Mm -hmm. he was Mm -hmm. so well prepared can you imagine oh sorry go ahead go ahead he was so like well rehearsed and exactly Mm -hmm. what he wanted to say and exactly what he wanted to 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 do not just like i have four questions i really want to ask but he had questions he had responses he had yep Positive agendas like he, you could yes. tell that he went on that show and he was yes. like, I'm going to make this as healing as possible for America, yes, by talking yes. about oh my um, God, yeah. racial equality and talking about mm-hmm. you know how we can move through holding accountability to healing and change, yes. like oh. the whole thing felt so well organized in his mind 100%. 100%.
1: And that man had
0: goals. And I so appreciated that about him.
1: Yes. Because I feel like that's the only way you can attack a situation like this is with well thought out goals. Really, honestly. Um, I agree. I agree with absolutely everything that you've said. Um, We've already talked about his conversation with Michelle, but here is something that we didn't, we were not privy to, okay? Or sorry, let me start with the tidbit we are privy to. They discussed the Rachel Chris Harrison situation and she talks about how it hurt her, right? A little bit. But here's what we didn't see, okay? After they had finished with Rachel and um, Matt talking, Emmanuel was like, you know, he could see how affected Michelle was by the Rachel stuff. So... Because I guess Michelle had reached out to Rachel once the pictures had surfaced, but Rachel never responded. So, because, because they were close, which I didn't realize, he brought Rachel out to talk it out with Michelle. They taped it. They had a conversation, and it was, like, super, like, tearful, but they hugged it out, and they made amends. And it was Emmanuel's favorite part, and we didn't even get to see it because of time. Yeah. And I was what? like, how's What's that about? Dear? rude like that would have been a that would have been a such a beneficial conversation to see. i I know why didn't they i don't understand i don't either i like i know it was long but like it would it would have been worth it to see that right um brie was also there and i learned that because of nick vile's podcast i really encourage y'all to go listen to nick vile's podcast and brie's interview because it's really thorough it's really well done um but she was there she didn't get to talk to matt but she really enjoyed the conversation she had with emmanuel and like she thought people would have benefited from seeing it and it gave her closure this conversation she had with Emmanuel so I'm like guys how did you drop the ball here twice like how why anyway sorry (sighs) um but I will say the best part of the Michelle um Matt and Emmanuel portion of things (laughs) she said to Matt because like Emmanuel gave Michelle the last word she said I hope you move forward with keeping your eyes closed when you kiss someone and that you learn a phrase other than thank you for sharing. Ah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So that was, that was a delight to see. Um, With, so then we have a sit down with Matt and Emmanuel, and we learn that they did break up because of the scandal. Like initially they were together and he was staying with her through it um, cause he was like d- dismissing it all as rumor, which is valid, but like once the proof came out and she issued her, issued her statement, he had to take a step back because he couldn't be the one to help her through it. And I was like, Oh my God. Ooh. Um, and then Emmanuel uh, comes right back at him with a, what about the people who say then like, did you really love her? And th- tell me if you agree with this. I thought this was the vibe that Matt was trying to, uh, portray here um his response was it's mainly people who have never been discriminated against that feel that he let rachel down somehow and he cur- encourages people to see that and put their energy towards causes that people of color fight for on the daily does that sound about right to you
0: um yeah sort but it was of. interesting <laughs> because i heard commentary from black women saying mm-hmm. they felt let down by matt in this interview yeah yeah. It's Which I thought was really tricky. interesting. Yeah, no, know? I agree.
1: Yeah. I, you sent me one of those things, didn't you? Or one yeah. Of those response- yeah, you did. Yeah. And it's so, this is such an, it's hard because, like, I see where he's coming from. Like, if emotionally you can't do it and you have to take the step back, like, then you, you have to take the take step, a step back. back. Right. But, like, there is, uh, there is something to be said about, uh, like, okay, so, for instance, Bree. When she was on Nick Viles podcast, she said this. She said, quote, and I would say just as a viewer, I thought they were in love. I really did. I thought that he was her end all be all and she was his end all be all. And it was hard to just see it not be able to work after. I mean, think about how much pain had to be caused and inflicted and how many mistakes had to be made to get to where we are now. Like that was a lot of suffering we all had to go through just to walk away from it all by ourselves. End quote. Yeah. And I. Uh, She said something else later that I thought was also pressing, but I'll get to that later. But basically at the end of Matt's conversation with Emmanuel, he implies he still has feelings for Rachel that obviously won't disappear overnight and is like, you can still care for someone and want them to do better, which to me, I feel like he's saying he loves her, but for his own mental health, he had to take a step back. And like, I can't get mad at him for that because I I feel like I can empathize with what that would be like. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah. No, I think uh,
0: though that this is interesting. Like, (sighs) oh, I I wonder, though, mm-hmm. this is me playing devil's advocate. Yeah, go ahead. Go if ahead. he's taking this as a sign that, yeah, oh, yeah. she made a misstep three years ago. <laughs> um, again, we don't know what that, that kind of mis... If it was like a one-time thing or if it's a pattern in her life. We don't know that because mm. we I mean, only see the patterns
1: parts. the pattern was more so the tweets that also came out like un, you know like tweets that she was liking pictures that she was liking that were not that were sort of in the same vein of like sketch but continue Sorry, this is what
0: i really enjoyed about emmanuel yeah tell me tell me is he asked her questions to yes to identify the fact that she's just like ignorant privileged yeah yeah, in an like ignorant and a privileged way, like she didn't yes, let's have to it. think Man, about how this affected financial. people. Yeah. Like when he mm-hmm. says to her, "How many nights did you stay awake wondering when someone yes. would find that picture and post it?" Yes, she said honestly, "I didn't, I didn't." Yeah. And yep. I have to give her points for being honest. She could have been yeah. like, "I know, like no," she was honest.
1: Yeah, most and of the time she was really honest and genuine with all her responses.
0: Yes, except and for I maybe one time that. that I'll
1: get to. But continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But he, I thought, did a really, like, intentional job of mm-hmm. trying to show. And he said to her, when I look at you and I, I look at your situation, I would categorize right. you as yes, acting uh, racially insensitive. insensitively yes. and acting out of ignorance. Yes. I wouldn't categorize you as a pre- or as a racist person. Right. Um, right. And then oh, he asks that. Matt. such a good line. You know, mm-hmm. can you fault her for something she did in 2018? Can you see her for who she is in 2021 and mm-hmm. move forward with with mm-hmm. Rachel 2021 version? Yeah. And I think he was really trying to Ugh. push healing and push, like, making yeah. amends and moving forward. Totally, totally.
1: And I think yeah.
0: that's what was so, like, lovely about it is that he was giving her so much grace. Yeah. But also... Yeah. Letting her very take accountability pointed, in yeah, a being, safe way. Yes, yes. yes. And it yeah. was like, I think we all just wanted Matt to be like, wow, this is still really painful for me. You know, I'm still needing some space, but maybe, you know, I, once I've, you know, processed through this, we can maybe re- re- reevaluate at another point in time. But he right. was like, Emmanuel was like, okay, well, uh looks like you may never see him again ever in your entire life do you have anything else to say I was like whoa
1: (laughs) that was so heartbreaking I was like Emmanuel (laughs) oh my god I
0: just he was was like no Jesus like and then at the end he's like would you like to embrace and Matt was just like stone cold and i was like well because Ooh. here was the other thing here was the other thing that like
1: continued to happen was these really pregnant painful pauses like oh my gosh like there i mean because i remember there was one point where he where emmanuel had to literally prompt matt to speak three yes. different times yeah, because and he just couldn't bring himself to speak to her directly and i think i don't know part of me feels like it is a combination of having so much to say and then you get there and like your mind wipes out and you like, don't know what to say. Right. So like yeah. he, he was really struggling because clearly he's still in pain. I think he still loves her, but is it like serious war with himself? He like, can't, um, he, he just can't bring himself to, cause what was the big thing? Like the main big thing he kept saying, like the most disappointing thing for him was that having to explain to her why, what he saw was problematic and why he was so upset by it and it's problematic because when he's in a relationship it means he's committed to that person and committed commitment to him means like being on track to get married so when he questioned the relationship it was in the context of not fully sorry of her not fully understanding his blackness and what it means to be a black man in america like what it would mean for their kids and like his heart broke he's heartbroken because it like this was the last kind of conversation he thought he was gonna have have with her right you know um and like he just sort of keeps reiterating like i can't be the one that's a part of the work you're gonna do i can't emotionally be accountable for your tears or your emotions like you have to do this by yourself without me um so he had like made the decision i think from the beginning that that's the other thing is i think that Rachel really thought going into this that she was going to be able to win him back. Yeah. And I think he was going into this like
0: you're this is it. Like I can't do this right now. Full stop. Yeah. Oh, and, for sure. I mean, she yeah. reached she kept trying to reach out to him and touch him and like
1: yeah. comfort him and it was so mm-hmm. awkward to watch because he was, was not so responding
0: hard. at all. No.
1: No. Um and even the two chatty broads, they had this point where they were talking about and I didn't even think about this that like it I guess it took eight weeks for Rachel to make a response to all of this and they were implying that in that eight weeks he was the one that was trying to explain to her what was wrong here but I don't know if do you think that that's what happened do you think like within the time before she made a statement that he was like trying to walk her through it and
0: she just didn't understand no do you think that's a possibility I mean, maybe. This is where it gets dangerous, though, is because we, yeah. so we don't know. So how can we fill You're in right. this we don't blank? Know. You're right. But- You're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to remember what she said because he pulled her. He called her out on that, didn't he? He said you took a long time to respond. Can you help us understand? Emmanuel
1: did, yes, Emmanuel did, and I think her response to that was that she wanted to make absolutely sure that she understood what the problem was, that she could like act because you know, like apologizing but actually mean it, right? Like mean the words that you're saying. I think that was the vibe that she was going for. Um, I mean, the other tough issue, oh, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, sorry.
0: Well, I think also, I think um, regardless of whether, it sounds like Matt probably didn't walk her through it from their yeah. conversation. the conversation. Yeah, OK, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. But I, I think I that think... she was trying, I think she was probably, I don't know, I, like I said, I can't fill in the blanks, but I wonder if she read, was yeah, like yeah. reeling and trying to figure out like, how do I address how to fix this? It. How do I fix it? Yeah. How do I fix how do I this? How do I make it go away? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And she's um, getting advice from all sorts of people. And she's probably yep. trying to sift through, like, how do I handle this
1: yep. in
0: the best way possible? Like, she probably mm-hmm. wrote 50 drafts of that. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I mean, and I really, that's the thing that I loved, though, about what she, she, like, most of the time, basically always took accountability and was, like, like, it may be normal where you're from, but that doesn't mean it's right. Or, like, even when he, like, she sat down initially and he asked, like, how are you doing? And she was like it's been a lot but i'm not going to sit here and victimize myself i was like oh okay girl you like you're like here okay cool 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 um you know what i mean like i really appreciated that she most of the time there was one instance that she didn't maybe take the accountability that she should have um and tell me if you agree disagree but um it was yeah it was that thing you you said at the very end where he was like, how do you explain to Matt that you're not the girl from 2018 that you are now? And I think he was trying to leave the door open for her to be like, it doesn't matter. Like, I was that person, but now I'm not ignorant about what I did. Right. But instead, she launched into this whole like, I came on to be the show like for you and like. And like all parts of you, including you being a black man, because I guess there was this part of the promo for the season that we only saw in the promo and we didn't actually see it when it happened during the Fantasy Seas Sweet State where Rachel was like, love is love and I don't see color and that kind of thing. And I totally forgot about that. Do you remember that from eons ago? No. The chatty broads brought that up. Um, And I was like, oh, man. So I think that that is like the heart of the issue is that she understands, but she doesn't fully understand that like that's not the point you know what I mean that she can't be like I don't see color it's like no 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 no. like see like see it and like understand it and like try and put your shoes in there I don't
0: am I do you get what I'm okay, saying okay but here's the issue with her here's the issue with her from the beginning of the show okay yeah tell this me, is tell like me. the difference between her and Michelle like Michelle was very very capable of articulating exactly how she felt mm-hmm. I feel like Rachel mm-hmm. has struggled with articulating things from the very beginning Mm. Like, even throughout the whole interview, she did not articulate her feelings in any of the questions very well. Like, it was very much like Mm. watching, well, this should be very normal for Emmanuel. Um, (laughs) It's like sports interviews where it's like, Mm. they're basically just saying what you're supposed to say and it has nothing to do with their true feelings, right? We're like, yeah, I just Mm. got out there and I did what my coach told me and we're just, you know, there's no (laughs) I in team and we're going to like you know give it our best I mean I feel like she was just kind of like I when he was like how are you going to make sure that you're not gonna you know that you're going to be a different person moving forward she's like I believe in <laughs> education and doing things <laughs> to help myself and to help others I mean others. she didn't exactly and say it that way but I get what
1: you're saying good. Yeah, good like the vibe and was there the vibe I, was there yeah we
0: need to educate things well, about I people think- yeah,
1: I mean, because I think even at one point he asked her, like, what are you actually doing, right? Yes. And she was like, I could sit here. Yeah, she's like, I could sit here and tell you what podcasts I'm listening to or books I'm reading or documentaries I'm watching. But I think the vibe was, but only my actions are going to show you that I've been doing the work. But she didn't say so, that. like, I need... I know she didn't it wasn't like outright like my actions are gonna show you that I'm doing the work so you just kind of have to wait until then but that was the vibe I got from her answer yes. it was very vague it was very very vague I think but whoever I she, she prepped with
0: was like you cannot try to defend yourself at all at all yeah mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I think that's what that's she was her. trying to say but she didn't necessarily say it very well it felt like she was trying to say that but she was answering like a Miss America question
1: yeah. <laughs> 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 oh God and like along those same lines I don't know I felt like even when she walked out I could tell that she's been going through the gigs like I don't she's have lost probably 20
0: pounds yeah at
1: least and like I like listen what she did was not good and I'm not making excuses for her at all but I can tell that she's been
0: going through the gigs and that's oh. also hard to watch it's also How hard can to watch. You you can not just, she uh, she yeah. is the person that is being held accountable in front of the entire planet nation yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: There's mm-hmm. no way
0: you can go through that and not go through the gigs. Right. And right. have and to be held accountable yeah. in front of millions of people. Everyone. Yep. Um, which is
1: an even, I I feel like, an even better reason that they should have included the conversation with Michelle and Rachel. Because I think that would have... Yes.
0: Uh, we needed
1: that at the end did. of this episode. Oh, God almighty. Um, and yeah, basically... It ends like Lisa said earlier with Emmanuel being like, Can you at least, do you want to hug it out at least one more time? He didn't say it like that. I think he used the word embrace. Um, (laughs) Do you like to
0: enjoy one last embrace? Yeah. And that's like, Can't even do it.
1: Can't even do it. Get her hands off me. Can't even look at her. He's like exhaling. He did a lot of exhaling, a lot of like. (sighs) you know what I mean like a lot he of exhaling seemed like a mess he did like he is not well like that is beard well. is the beard of a man who is not well right now and needs like serious hugs and therapy and just love from everyone and like it's so sad because I, I remember like sort of right after this episode aired I went on Twitter and there were a lot of people who were upset that he didn't like sort of have the reconciliation moment with her Um, and Brie made this other point during Nick Files podcast where she was saying, and like, I can see why people feel this way, but like, sorry, let me just get to it. Um, She was saying that like, you know, herself, like she would want someone who's going to stay by her side through all of it. Right. And so she said, quote, I would want that in someone else. And so the fact that they couldn't be that for each other, I'm sure that was really hard for them. I'm sure that was really hard for both of them. Like, right. Like it's, but like uh, well, this it's is what I edged. mean it's when so I said I
0: feel like this kind of manifested his fears mm-hmm. and that he yeah. was afraid that she was gonna check out or that he mm-hmm. was looking for reasons why she would leave the relationship or why she wasn't a but good choice for the relationship I bet this was not the reason
1: I bet this was not what he expected in that but I agree with you like I, I don't so think, I think he saw he this and so I think he was outcome. like uh oh right.
0: here it is I gotta peace out this uh, is it this is what my mom and my brother were talking about this is it I gotta get out oh uh, but he
1: still totally loves her. Like that's, I mean, to me, at least it felt really clear that he has these feelings
0: and well, he wouldn't be nearly as upset if he no. No. Well, I mean, I'm sure he would be hurt, but I don't think he would have been as like comatose. Yeah. And just like, instead of
1: hugging her, he says, I don't know if it'll never not hurt hearing those things. And I'm like, what? Like that came out of nowhere. I was like, what does that mean? Like what? But that's it. Like that's the conversation that they have. And like, Emmanuel's like we'll be back to announce our next bachelorette and like the camera just looks at them and they're staring at each other in agony and it was
0: so hard to watch Lisa (laughs) it was so unsatisfying yeah and it it was was just just so bizarre it felt like one of those movies about like that has, like, a newscaster and something horrible has just happened. Mm-hmm. And the newscaster's like, all right, well, back to uh, the original <laughs> channel to talk about our sponsors, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. <laughs> it was, like, such a weird juxtaposition of him being uh, so, like,
1: it really positive, it really And then was.
0: them just being, like, gutted on the side. Yeah. I was like, 100%. Uh, 100%. And this isn't matching. I'm
1: just, no, I'm just really glad that Emmanuel was the one that was leading this ship because I feel like any other person it would not have you know sailed as smoothly um so that was really good to see but oh uh, my god it was I felt like I know I say this every week when we watch this show but I felt like I was hit by many a garbage truck and was just lying flat like a pancake on the pavement like trying to like how you say unflat myself like what's the word do you know what I'm talking about <laughs> like a balloon you know just like flat inflate? And, like waiting yeah waiting to inflate
0: piece by piece like, <laughs> it was a lot it was a lot and like you said it was a weird juxtaposition to go from like Mm -hmm. this hopeful ending at the you know weird but hopeful ending of the finale and then into this super depressing (sighs) super open-ended
1: yeah unhealed unhealed totally unhealed like my god because normally I mean, the juxtaposition is the opposite We're right, like we you get closure. see something. yeah and then you come to like the men tell all like with Tasha season for example and all of a sudden everyone's fine everyone's fine like we just watched the horrible trauma but they're all fine now and they've moved on because they've had a lot of time but in this case they had a lot of time and like no one's moved on it was like, still it's, fresh yeah <laughs> It
0: was fresh and, I, and it was like ugh, it reeked God. of depression. It and did. it did. Yeah. On both sides. And Oof. I think that what the 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 comments that I watched, um, especially from this woman that I follow on Instagram, mm. this black woman yeah. who was sharing her feelings. And I, I know yeah. this is like personal individual and not everyone's gonna feel this way. Right, um, right. but it was especially interesting I did not say especially. I just want everyone to know that. <laughs> it was especially interesting to hear her view on it because she was like this was an opportunity for the whole nation to like see mm-hmm. a pattern of like mm-hmm. of accountability of a pledge to 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 be better and of mm-hmm. forgiveness and healing and moving forward and she's like and we mm-hmm. didn't get that and that was Mm-mm. a hugely missed opportunity for 100%. us as a society and I thought I was like wow that's a really interesting like lens to look at this with but Yep. I mean, I'm sure there are lots of people who are, like, good for him, you know? And yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of people that are, like, give her a chance. Let yeah, people change. exactly. Both
1: sides. Both sides. Let people and I, evolve. Yeah. And I just have to remind myself, I'm like, this is about him. So if he had to take himself out for his sake, I'll, I, I will allow it. I'm like, I'll allow it. Like, I'm okay with it. Because I. at the end of the day, this is all supposed to be about him. And I just want him to be okay. And, like, obviously, it's about everyone involved. But, like... If he had to take himself out, I can't fault him. Like, even if I'm aggravated by it, I can't get mad at it. I can't. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and guys, we get another twisty twist because our we have two bachelorettes coming. OK, like <laughs> Emmanuel's like, and our bachelorettes are. And both Katie and Michelle walk out. And I was like, don't tell me this is going to be a combined season of the bachelorette. Praise H- be no. it's not. Praise be. They're happening at different times. Katie's going first. Um, I think hers is going to air over the summer and then Michelle's maybe will air in the fall. I don't know, but I am really looking forward to it because I love watching Bachelorette more than Bachelor.
0: (laughs) Oh, 100%.
1: (laughs) And Taisha and Caitlin Bristow are going to be air quotes hosting, but they're not calling it hosting. They're calling it like helping the lead through. I don't know. They have like specific verbiage for it because like the door is still open for Chris Harrison to come back, obviously. Um but I'm excited. I'm very much looking forward to Two Ladies. Love that cuz like I don't know who the next freaking bachelor would be. You have any idea? Like I have no I've not a clue. I think they're not taking a break
0: from men for a while. I hope so
1: and like who knows i know bachelor in paradise is supposed to happen but like who knows where that's going to fall in the line of all this i don't particularly care for bachelor in paradise like i'll be like i'll keep my eye on it but we're not going to be doing recap episodes of that because like i just don't have the time i don't have the time i don't have the energy for bachelor in paradise
0: no me neither (laughs)
1: oh god but you y'all that's it like an hour in i hope y'all were enjoyed that and stayed with us for all of it i know it was a lot um but y'all moving forward I think Lisa and I are going to release some bonus material, not every week. It might be like every other week. It's not going to be like a constant upload, but just keep your eyes peeled. We do have some plans for some bonus content um, where we basically recap shows that are sort of in the same vein. I've talked about this before. Um, We have, I know we have two planned already um and then we're just gonna kind of keep going with the flow until the summer hits we might take a break I don't know we'll make an announcement we'll see um I think we're gonna take a break now for at least two weeks and then come back with the bonus episode because we did not have a break in between <laughs> like Taysha and Matt season and I need a break I don't know about you Lisa you need a break <laughs> <laughs> my little nervous system Needs a little bit of a breaky break. So you will hear from us. It's just, you know, not going to be immediate. And, but we're, we're still going to pop in every once in a while. We'd love it if you join us for those bonus episodes. They will be long because we're not just going to go episode by episode, we're going to cover an entire series of something. Um, so, you know, st- bear with and stay w- stay tuned for that information. Um, also, please, 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 I forgot to say it last episode, leave us a five-star review, leave us a comment, subscribe, subscribe, download, download. It really does help us out, get out there. Um, we really appreciate the listeners that we do have. It's been a fun journey, season two. Who would have thought? Woo, woo. What a journey.
0: <laughs> Peace <laughs> so be the journey.
1: <laughs> So, till next time, y'all, whatever that may be,
0: stay hungry. And stay therapized.
1: Yes! (laughs) Treat yourself to some therapy. Nurture yourself. Nurture. Heal (laughs) yourself. Amen. I could not have said that better myself. Oh, bye. Bye.